0: In this episode, we're going to do a new infusion that you can add to your arsenal, infused ghee. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles where I help you take control of your high life. Sorry, I won't do that anymore. But I am your host, Marge, and I'm very thankful that you're here having a listen and learning along with me when it comes to cannabis edibles. And before we get into this week's episode, I just want to mention another little experiment that I tried over the last week, and I'm going to share it with you because you never know, it might be something you're interested in, especially if you like the spicy things in life. And what I did was, and I can't say I gave, I can I can take credit for this inspiration, but I sometimes like to get my nails done. And while I'm getting my nails done, the woman I see who's wonderful like we like to chat and the subject of cooking often comes up because we both like to bake. We both like to cook. And she mentioned that somebody in her life really enjoyed spicy popcorn. And I thought, Ooh, tell me more because one of my favorite snacks is popcorn. And in my particular house, Chris is the popcorn maker. He is the resident popcorn maker. Sometimes he'll ask me to make popcorn, but I just give him that look like, come on. You know who the popcorn master is in this house because we do make air popped popcorn. We've got this old popcorn maker that's been kicking around for, I don't know how long I've had it, forever. It looks kind of in rough shape actually, but it still does a great job air popping that popcorn. So we'll probably just keep using it until the day that it dies, considering that the device is literally only function is to plug it in. And then it starts working. Well, it's probably gonna last forever because there's no buttons to break and no screen to crack and no fancy gizmos and gadgets on it to to break on you when you when when you need it most when you really are craving that popcorn. And it is one of our favorite evening snacks for watching a good show, or sometimes when I'm reading, whatever. Popcorn's great anytime. And of course, you can infuse popcorn just by adding an infused topping. So keep that in mind. And I have done an episode at some point on caramel corn, I believe. I'll link to that in the show notes, because if you are a popcorn fan like I am, it's a simple recipe you can make to turn that delicious popcorn into something a little more gooey and sweet, and it's delicious. So I'll link to that in the show notes. But this is what gave me the inspiration. She mentioned that her father-in-law or somebody along those lines really enjoyed the spicy popcorn, and he made his own spicy powders. So this is what I did based on her recommendations. I tried it out, worked fantastic. I went to the farmer's market and I bought myself a bag of hot peppers. Now these ones, after I looked them up, were Anaheim peppers which are a mild California pepper. It says, when I looked it up online, because I just wanted to see how spicy they were going to be, were 500 to 2,500 Scovilles or Scoville units. That's the, the unitary measure for heat they give for hot peppers. And that might sound like a lot, but that was quite a bit milder than the jalapeno. They're a fairly common pepper. You've probably seen them a lot. They're about six to ten inches in length. They're kind of like crinkly almost, like they're not gonna be like super straight. They usually have crinkles in them. Maybe I'll find an article and link to that in the show notes too, so you can compare. But basically I topped the chopped the tops off, slipped uh, sliced them in half. I did remove the seeds, and then I popped them into a dehydrator. Let them dehydrate for as long as I could. I did have to put them back on a few times just because they were still a little too had a bit too much moisture in them. You could probably do something similar in your oven at very low heat, or there's probably a few different ways you could do this, but I just have a dehydrator, so I'm like, I might as well use it. And once they were dehydrated, I put them in a, a jar because I didn't get around to finishing the process right away. But because they're dehydrated, they're not gonna go, they're not gonna go bad on you too quickly. But then what I did was I tossed them in the blender and blended them up. And I ended up with pepper powder. It was that easy. It was so easy. And you could do that, of course, with jalapenos. You could do that with chilies. There's all kinds of things you could do that with. I mean, the, the list of hot peppers available and the varieties are is quite stunning, actually. So if you are a fan of spice, this would be a lovely way to make those delicious, fresh, peppers that you're seeing at the market right now because there's all kinds of peppers out at the farmers markets or in grocery stores to take a whole bunch of them and convert them into something that you can keep in your pantry and have access to whenever you're wanting to add something a little with a little kick to whatever you're making next whether it be that bowl of popcorn or whatever else whatever else might be the sky is the limit So just a little fun project that I tried that really didn't really take that much time. I mean, chopping the tops off and slicing them in half was pretty, uh, pretty, I mean, that took a bit of time, but it wasn't that bad. So something fun to try. Now, so for this week's recipe, we are going to be doing ghee. Now, this was another one that was inspired by Ardent. And ghee, if you haven't tried it before, is a really nice alternative to butter. And if you're wondering, well, what the heck is ghee? I'll tell you. You may already be familiar with it, but it's been it's basically caramelized butter. If you're a butter fan, then you're probably going to like ghee. But the nice thing about it is that Ghee is more concentrated in fat. So if you're opting for something that calls for butter, ghee might be an alternative because it is higher in fat content. And THC is fat soluble. So that could make it, could make the THC more bioavailable in whatever whatever you end up using your infusion with. So I haven't really experimented too much, but I'm going to be because I've I've got a bunch of infused ghee to use now. But one of the reasons it's so useful in the kitchen, whether you have it infused or not, is because it has a really high smoke point. It's often used in Indian cuisine. Refrigeration is not required because essentially ghee is a butter with all the milk fats removed. You can buy ghee in the store, No problem. It can be on the more expensive side. And you're, I mean, you might look at the price and think, why would I buy that? But at the same time, when you see the process of how it's made, you can maybe understand why it's more expensive because essentially you can make ghee at home on the stove as well. I've done it several times. I didn't do it for this particular one. I actually had ghee in my cupboard already that I used. But if you're so inclined, you can make your own ghee as well because you you're basically just gently boiling off the milk fats. It's pretty a pretty fascinating little process. I'll link to a little article about it in the show notes as well, because you might, if you're interested in trying something like that out, but it is pretty interesting because you're just sort of gently boiling it on the stove and the milk fats, you're boiling out the milk fats. Um, it has a rich, nutty taste, which is quite nice and lends itself well to a lot of different foods or roasted vegetables, things like that. It has, I mentioned the high smoke point. It has a smoke point of 480 degrees Fahrenheit. I have not converted that to Celsius, unfortunately, but it's high. And for reference, the, f- the smoke point of butter is 350 degrees Fahrenheit. So quite a bit higher for ghee. Now, of course, if it's infused at 485 degrees Fahrenheit, you know, if you're cooking something at that high temperature, you're probably also going to be burning off the cannabinoids as well. So for the purposes of an infusion, that may be not the best use of your infused ghee. But if you're using regular ghee that's not medicated, then have at it. Um, The boiling process removes the casein and the lactose from the substance, which means for those of you out there who are lactose intolerant or dairy sensitive, or you're just avoiding dairy for whatever reason, this can be a really nice alternative to butter that's going to have that same kind of rich mouthfeel as butter. So that's one of the nice things about it too. It has a similar mouthfeel and it's a lovely taste. Um, What else can I say about ghee that hasn't already already been said? Uh, So let's see. Ghee is a clarified butter that has been simmered and strained to remove all water, the water and milk fat. In France, clarified butter has uncooked milk solids, yielding a product with a very clean, sweet flavor. In comparison, ghee is cooked over low heat until the milk solids have a chance to slightly brown, creating a slightly nutty, caramelized vibe. It is shelf stable with a high smoke point and a deeply nutty flavor. So, clarifying butter by removing water creates a higher smoke point. And the clarifying process also removes casein and lactose. So that's where that comes in. Now, it's interesting because I've made my own butter actually rather recently. And in the process of doing that, a couple of the steps when it comes to making butter is spending time squeezing it a lot by hand and at a later point with butter paddles, which I didn't end up picking up because I think I would like to try making it again. Making your own homemade butter is actually quite delicious. And... You know, it's going to be less expensive than buying, I have bought like artisanal butters and it's like usually, I've bought it a couple times actually, 15 bucks a pound, which is no joke, especially when you consider the stuff you can buy the store is going to be five or six, but man, butter has gotten more expensive lately, hasn't it? Making your own, not necessarily that much less expensive but it's kind of an interesting process to see how it's made. And uh, like I said, a lot of it is removing the water from the butter so that it becomes more shelf-stable because it's the water in the butter, the wa- butter or water content, sorry, that is going to cause you know butter to have a shorter shelf life. But you don't have to worry about that with ghee because it's all been removed. Now, this article that I was looking at as well says ghee is high in omega-3s and butyric, buty. I can't eat, I don't even know sure how to say this, butyric acid. I've seen this written lots of times, not sure how to pronounce it, but butyric acid, if I'm saying that correctly, is a short chain fatty acid thought to be good for your gastrointestinal tract. So it might be even a little bit healthier for you. Um... And this article that I was looking at, I will link to this one in particular, because it does, not only does it talk about how great ghee is, but what to look for if you're buying a ghee, or if you want to make it, how to use it, it includes recipes. And I'm going to have a recipe for uh, what to do with your infused ghee next week, but this little article does link to several different recipes that you can try with your medicated or non-medicated ghee. I made this ghee two different ways. And I did it two different ways because the recipe was inspired by Ardent. So I did have the Ardent device and I really wanted to try it out in that to see the process. And it was pretty simple. So the Ardent is like, a, it looks like a canister and it's purple on the outside, which I love because I feel like so many home appliances are pretty boring colors. And in the inside, it's just like a stainless steel shaft, I guess, if you will. And you can just put your... your um, weed in it to decarb it. But when it's all done, you take your weed out and it comes with an infusion sleeve. It's a silicone sleeve that fits snugly inside the canister. And then you can take however much of your decarbed weed you want. You put it in the infusion sleeve. You add your ghee to the ratio that you'd like. You press a couple buttons and you come back a little while later and you strain it so easy, very low smell, very little mess. I love the infusion sleeve. So if you're looking at one of these, that's totally worth getting because when the process was over has a couple of little like handles on it you pull out the infusion sleeve and because it's silicone it's malleable so you can easily strain it and then you have your ghee but the infusion sleeve obviously is far easier to clean than having to like clean inside the device itself so you're cleaning the infusion sleeve and not the device so it makes cleanup very simple and you know, when you've been infusing something for a long time, obviously doing anything with butter or oils is going to be a little trickier to clean up just because it's greasy. So this infusion sleeve is definitely worth is definitely worth it because it just makes cleanup so simple. Now, of course, if you don't have an ardent, no problem, then you can still make ghee very successfully on the stove. And you do you would do it the same way you do an olive oil or a butter or coconut oil. I make all those ones almost all the same way because it's quite simple. You fill a pot with water and then in a separate jar you're going to have your ghee and your decarbed weed. You put it in the jar. You place that jar in the pot of water. You let it like, you know, boil away, simmer away for a couple of hours. And then you come back, you carefully remove the jar from the water. Maybe let it cool a little bit, but then you strain it and voila, you've got your ghee. So Two very simple ways to make it. But one of the attractive things about ghee was, if I can find this article again, is the article talking about it on the ghee, or the sorry, on the Ardent website was how uh, potent ghee was. The article is entitled, How to Make Weed Ghee in the Ardent Nova or FX Lab-Tested Infusion Results. And Ardent does have its own line of ghee, which is interesting. So if you're looking to just have some ghee made, it's 100% grass-fed, non-GMO, organic, clarified butter. And that's going to be the best of what you can get. And it's made from unsalted, sweet cream, sustainably sourced in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So if you are in the States and... I guess if you're elsewhere as well, you could certainly order this ghee through the Ardent website. Ghee is widely available in grocery stores as well, or or ethnic grocery stores, any of those types of places. It shouldn't be too hard to find. However, the 100% grass-fed, non-GMO is a really nice uh, classification when it comes to um, these types of fats, because my understanding is that a lot of Uh, toxins that the animal may have ingested or other things can reside in the fat or live in the fat. Now, if somebody knows better, please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm certainly uh, no expert in that particular field, but that has been my understanding to date that a lot of that stuff resides in the fat. Then of course, if you consume that fat, you might be getting some of those toxins or other things that are being stored in the animal fat. So, you know, looking for something that's 100% grass-fed, non-GMO and organic is probably wise. If you're buying that in the grocery store, that's going to be substantially more expensive than regular ghee, I will warn you. So, you know, you have to make choices sometimes, but this is where sometimes even doing that extra step and making the ghee yourself can, you know, mean you can buy a bit better quality butter and then make the ghee yourself. So options always take control of your high life, choose what's important to you and, do do what you want moving forward with that. Now, from this article. So the interesting part that the that the Ardent article explores is that the efficiency of the Ghee. So they put the Ghee to the test with a cannabis infusion to figure out the infusion rate. Now, this was of course using their Ardent branded Ghee. I imagine results would be somewhat similar with other quality ghees on the market that you would be using. I'm going to make that assumption in any case. Basically, when you're making it inside the Ardent, they are suggesting that a huge amount of the original activated milligrams of cannabis ended up in the ghee. and they figured they had an infusion rate of 90% which is pretty substantial. I mean, that's. I mean, there's always a little bit of loss when it comes to infusions as far as potency goes, but they're suggesting that the infusion, now this is in the ardent, I'm not sure if it would be as efficient on a pot in the stove, but at the end of the day, you're going to end up with a very bioavailable infusion that's going to get you high. And really, isn't that what we're all looking for? What they're saying here is, I'll link to this in the show notes too so you can have a look at it because they have a nice little graphic, but they say they started with decarbed herb that tested at 16.26% THC. So that gives you 162 milligrams total that you're going to be working with in the infusion. they infused it into the ghee or they infused that weed into their ghee and it yielded 147.7 milligrams And so if you move the decimal over and you divide the 147 by 162, that's 0.9074. And that gives you about a 90% infusion rate. So that's pretty impressive. Now, they also give a lovely list of things you could do with this potent Ghee buttercream cakes cupcakes popcorn so that popcorn i mentioned earlier maybe sprinkle some of your spicy powder on it oh, that would be great roasted vegetables i have used ghee to make roasted vegetables that can be fantastic again with the high uh, high smoke point they lend themselves very well and that nutty flavor it's so great with like carrots or potatoes or any of those root vegetables especially now that we're transitioning into fall is lovely Um, cookies, rice, corn, pancakes, toast, bagels, like you can use ghee pretty much any way you might use butter. So it's something different to try and, you know, sometimes... You just want to experiment. When you're making edibles, I like to experiment. I like to try different things. I like to have a variety of, of different infusions in my cupboard so that when I am ready to leap into action and make something, I have something at my fingertips ready to go. So the question is, my friends, do you have an infusions pantry or your special cannabis pantry? My little, inf- it tends to be spread out throughout the kitchen, but I do keep the bulk of it in that cupboard above the refrigerator that is sort of out of reach, Um, it's often, you know, you, I have to get out a a chair in order to get to that cupboard. So if you do have young children in the house, it's another good place to keep things because they're obviously not going to be getting into that cupboard without you probably finding out pretty quick and it's out of sight. And You know it's there when you need it but not easily accessible and sort of out of the way so that it's not taking up the place where you might keep your regular uh, items that you're using every single day so it's not taking up space in the pantry that you know where you're keeping your bread and your crackers and all that kind of thing so where do you have your pantry you can always let me know where you keep or what what you have in yours what kind of infusions do you like to keep on hand let me know. I always love to hear from you at bite me podcast at fastmail.com. Or of course, you can send me a voice message as well. I love those too. And I would love to hear what you try making with your ghee. And next week, I'm going to have a recipe. So if you do try this recipe out this week, I'll have something for you next week, you could try it out on. But in the meanwhile, why not go make yourself a bowl of popcorn and try it on that. And until next week, my friends, stay high. In this episode of Bite Me, we're going to do a brand new... Fuck. What the fuck? Oh, wait.